We're here in Jesus. It's so good again to be in the house of the Lord and being Father's Day. And uh, it, it's just it's just a blessing day. You know, it's just a blessing to be here today. And happy Father's Day. We're going to have a couple of specials today for just for y'all. We're going to share some songs just for y'all. But, you know, again, it's uh, it's just an honor to be in God's house. Yes, and I'm glad it's good to see Brother Rick Little. If you don't mind, will you please send a word of prayer? Please. Dear God, Lord, we just thank you for the day and thank you for the many blessings of life you've given us. Lord, especially pray for all the fathers and mothers that don't know. Lord, but pray for people that all help you guys break it throughout the day. Amen. 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 Y'all can be seated. Brother Wayne, could I say that uh, we, uh, one of our elder members, Brother Robert LaRue, uh, we missed very bad in the nail. If he was here, and he made a uh, request, it would have been for victory in Jesus. So yes. when we played that and sung it, that was for Brother Robert this morning. Amen. 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 You know, this morning is uh, Chris, a Christmas devotion. Yes. Yes. If you weren't here this morning, you missed a blessing in the devotion that Brother Chris shared this morning about your father's love. And, uh, you know, love without anything, you know. And that's so true right there. We got a Heavenly Father that loves us regardless. Amen. Without anything. Yes. Without anything. And uh, I'm gonna share a song this morning. We're just gonna do this. Well this where how be the Father's love for us. I want you to listen to the words of this song. <laughs>
the Father's love for us. You know, we, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. And that, that Father's love, again, I, I love my Father so much, but our Heavenly Father loves us a whole, whole lot more than that. That's right. He went to a cross showed that love for us. Amen. And how deep can that be? Can that get any deeper than that? He shed his own blood for me. Never drop of blood. And he shed. So that this more love. What he loved. How much more love. But anyhow, it is Father's Day, and it's, a, it's just a, it's just a, to me, it's just a special day. I know Mother's Day is a very special day, but you know, Father's Day, it, it can make it a special day too. Yes. But if you're a father, which I want you to stand up, and we're going to have a special prayer for you. And uh, I'm going to just call on Brother Chris, if you don't mind. I know I call on you a lot, Brother. You pray for our fathers. Father, we're so grateful to be in your house today, Lord, to celebrate the love that you have for us. Mm -hmm. It's our Heavenly Father. Lord, how deep that love is. And Father, we thank you because there's no end to that love. Yeah, and it just continues. And Father will continue to provide for us and sustain us throughout our lives. And Lord, we we get just a small glimpse of that when we think about the love that we have for our own children. The stints that we'll go uh, to care for them and to take care of them. And Lord, to know that that's just a, a small type and shadow of that love that you have for us. I pray for each of uh, the men that's standing here today. Father, we thank you for their service to their families. Lord, I pray that you continue to bless the old and young life, Father, that have special challenges uh, in the stage of life they're in today. So, God, we pray that you continue to bless this service. Give Brother Steve just what we need. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Y'all can be seated. All right, now, we've we done this on Mother's Day, and since, since it is Father's Day, uh, one of our fathers, but there's a song. We're gonna we'll, we'll just sing out a little green book right here. But there's a song you'd like for us to, to sing. Why would we would do that? Uh, love to share. If you have a song on your heart, we'll do that this time. You know, we sang at uh, Victory in Jesus in honor of Brother Robert. And uh, if y'all got a song you like to. Y'all awful quiet. <laughs> I don't have a song, but I will say this. The, the story of the little boy that asked his dad, does God love us this much? And he said, son, you've got to stretch your arms farther and put your hands out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, how much that's how much he loves us. Amen. Sure. Well, not even a, not even a song. Like Brother Mark said, if you got a testimony like share. My Lord. Yeah, my Lord this morning. My Lord. Well, I mean, uh, 25, I'm going to 56. 56, okay. I'm going to 56. To God be the Lord. <clears throat> to God. Oh, my God. 
Anyone else got a song? 776. 776,
Mike's got a song they like to share. Uncle Chris, you got that song with Papa sang all the time? Oh, my hand. Uh, yes, sir. I think we can come up with that. Let's see. Uh, is there any sort of green? That's in a, no, it's in a one of these books. Right? This is a song everybody knows, Brother Wayne, just yeah. about. And it's uh, if you have your folder, it's a, but if you don't, uh, we'll, we'll try to do that. And, and everybody can come in and tour. I'm sure. I think we do.
And then after she shares her song, this you'll love this song right here, the, the song, the, the commission. And uh, you're going to like that. But after she shares, Coach, uh, then you come and give her a First off, I want to say happy Father's Day to everybody and um, kind of tell you something that God has blessed me with. Um, so growing up, I never really had a father figure until I was about four years old. And that's when Mitchell came into my mom's life. And he just stepped in, started taking care of me. And he is one of the only men that has always been there for me. So, but um, in this song, <clears throat> um, in this song, it kind of talks about, um, at the very beginning, it talks about how God loved us and um, how he died for us. And throughout the song, it tells us that um, it's not him saying goodbye, that he'll be back again. And our job is to go and tell the world about him.
testimony, anything you need to say or do. What a blessing has been to be here thus far in the Amen. service this morning. Uh, thankful for that song that Sister Michaela sang. Kind of goes along with the thought that uh, we have this morning. Uh, and uh, I, I just, I've been blessed to be here. And I want to thank each and every one of you for being here today. And even with as many as we have out today that are sick and and, and different things going on, we, there's there's still a good number here, and I appreciate you Thanks. you being here today and and um, making this your service today. And we need your prayers uh, for just a little while while we try to do what. Uh, God would have us to do. Let me make mention of this. We talked about, uh, I wrote some notes this morning about who all was uh, uh, sick and different things, but um, uh, let, let's remember uh, Brother Jack, let's remember uh, Sister Vanessa's father that, he, uh, that he'd get better. I know that, I know that she's wore out and worried about him, and so let's, let's, let's pray. And also pray for Sister Jess. She uh, uh, Thursday, she had a, a sinus surgery. It was a planned thing that she had uh, to have done, but uh, she's got tubes and uh, I think she called them stents that are in her nose right now. So uh, keep her uh, in your prayers and certainly continue to pray for Brother Bo. He's, uh, he is uh, recovering uh, little by little each day. I know it's not as fast as he would like it to be, but uh, this Lord uses this to teach us patience. And, and uh, but he's getting better each day. I told him if he could have seen himself when he was in the recovery room after his surgery that he would really see how far along he's come since then. So uh, please, uh, please pray for him and Sister Linda. Pray, pray for those that are traveling today and uh, Sister Elaine and Brother Roger. Uh, but if you'll turn in your Bibles for just a few minutes to uh, the Gospel of Mark, I'd like to read some verses in the 8th chapter, 8th chapter of, uh, of St. Mark, and, uh, and kind of leave a thought with you uh, uh, today, and uh, uh, kind of like us to look at our own lives uh, individually and, and, and see uh, where where we are with God and, 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 and what we can do uh, um, uh, in the kingdom of God and in, the, in his service today. And uh, 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 here Jesus was talking to his disciples and I'm going to begin reading with the uh, uh, 31st verse. And it said here that uh, and he began to teach them, the 31st verse of the 8th chapter of Mark, said he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected uh, of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he spake that saying openly and Peter took him and began to rebuke him. Uh, but when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter saying, uh, get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, 
Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And I believe I'll uh, stop reading right there. And I'd like for you to think about the bottom of this uh, 34th verse for just a minute. Very familiar uh, scripture here that uh, uh, we can quote. And we've, we've heard this since we were just little bitty, but, uh, but, but, but Jesus says here, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And if the Lord give us a thought uh, this morning, it'd simply be this, uh, what can I do? And I want you to uh, think about that just for a few minutes as an individual, as uh, 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 looking at ourselves. A lot of times it's easy for me to look at somebody else and, and say what they need to do or what they're capable of doing. Uh, but uh, uh, I remember one time when I was standing on the sidelines uh, that's what I call it, and being a Christian and not being active in church and not being a part of the church, I found myself standing on the sidelines and I was watching not a ball game, but I was watching a warfare, a spiritual warfare that was going on in front of my eyes. And uh, I saw myself uh, not taking much part in it, but just watching uh, this spiritual uh, warfare that was going on. And we asked the question a lot of times, we say, uh, what can I do? And we think about somebody else that might be uh, more qualified to, to go and to do something. A lot of times uh, when somebody asks me uh, to do something, I'll say, well, so-and-so over here is a lot more uh, qualified to do. They have more experience or he's been there before. But uh, I want us to look at this personally for just a few minutes as though God is speaking to us, and he is uh, when he looks. Uh, and, he, and he looks at us to see uh, what we're going to do personally in the kingdom of God today. And somebody said, well, I, a little bit of effort won't I contribute very much to uh, the cause today. It won't lead anybody to Christ or it won't make any big difference uh, in the kingdom of God. But I've got news for you today how God took the little things and the small things of this uh, world and he caused big things to happen uh, from them today. So here uh, he was talking to his disciples and those uh, that were present uh, and he said that if anybody was going to follow him, uh, let him deny himself and take up his cross and uh, follow him. So uh, the word deny ourselves sometimes is very offensive. We think about that and uh, we think, well, uh, we don't really want to have to sacrifice anything that we've got uh, to advance the kingdom of God. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something today. I have found out that whatever you put in for the Lord, whatever time uh, that you give to the Lord, uh, whatever you do for him, uh, uh, he's a great paymaster today. Uh, and you'll not miss anything. Uh, uh, but your blessings will begin uh, to overflow in your life. Uh, uh, your, your cup will overflow. No wonder how uh, David said, uh, uh, my cup overfloweth uh, uh, today. Uh, uh, so I want us to think about uh, uh, for a little while. Uh, a lot of times we'll come up uh, on a project or maybe something over the house of God or uh, people working and we'll walk up uh, and the first thing a lot of times we'll ask 
is what can I do? We want to offer ourselves. We don't want to stand around and see somebody else have to pull the whole load. But while we're there, we want to be a help to them. And we'll ask the question, what can I do? And somebody will say, oh, well, this over here, we need a little help with that over there. But I'm going to tell you something today. We live in a society that never thought I would see the day where there were so many help wanted signs that you and I see today. Not only in the fast food industry, but all around. I've never seen it so easy to get a job. Somebody says, preacher, they can't pay me what I'm worth. I ain't asking that today, but I've never seen it so easy for somebody to get a job today. Everybody's I'm looking for help. But there's a kingdom today that the Lord has established. And he needs workers in his vineyard. How today, the Bible said, the fields are white unto harvest, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, how the Lord of the harvest, that he'll send laborers into the fields. Amen. Amen. How today. And we say, what can I do? Oh, Lord, I say, I appreciate something uh, that Dr. Wilson said the other day uh, when he was giving us an update uh, on his trip. And he said, uh, he made mention of the little boy uh, uh, that fish were washed up on the, uh, the sea, up on the uh, beach. And uh, he was taking and throwing those fish back in one at a time. And, and uh, said somebody came up to him and said, son, you're wasting your time. What difference can you make with all these thousands and thousands of fish washed up here? But he said, what about that one? I made a difference in him today. I'm going to tell you something. We're not going to win everybody out of Jesus Christ. When Jesus himself was preaching his own everlasting gospel, and he didn't make a bobble, he didn't make a slip, he didn't make a mistake, yet there was people by the droves that turned from him and went the other way. So if we're going to think for a minute that we're going to win everybody to Christ, we're not today. But I want to encourage you, just like Jesus, don't get discouraged today, but keep on working. I appreciate the song you sang, Michaela. Amen. I go out and tell everybody about him today. Spread the good news. I tell you a lot of times, we like to talk about our grandchildren, our children, or this or that. But I want to encourage you today in asking what I can do. Let's go out and lift up Jesus just high as we can lift him up. Amen. Amen. Now, lost and dying world might find him today that those that are out of fellowship with God that's lost the joy of their salvation I might hear something how that you and I say or see something that we do that would help them realize they'd have a desire to get back in the fellowship of God today. I'm going to tell you something. There's not a more peaceful feeling Sister Patsy than to be holding his hand hand in hand. 
I know it. I that he's with you. And he's leading you and he's guiding you down life's road. And he'll never lead you into the pathway of destruction, but always into the pathway of righteousness Amen. today. Amen. 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 What can I do? Jesus told him, he said, if you want to follow me, he said, deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow me. The thought of picking up a cross and, and toting it today, that's not very appetizing to the carnal mind or to the carnal body. But spiritually today, when we realize that the fields are white to harvest and there's a shortage on laborers today, and God says to get out there and in the highways and the byways and compel them to come. I've heard folks say, well, if they want to come to church, they'll come. And if they don't, they, that's not what God said. But he said, get out there and compel them to come. That's not just inviting folks over to the house of God, but that's living a life in front of them that they might see Jesus in our lives. Not by only the things that we do, but the things that we don't do today. Amen. Amen. We ask the question, oh, what can I do? I begin to think about somebody said, preacher, I don't know where to start. Let me tell you this. I got good news for you today. The foundation has already been laid today for you and I to be alone. Jesus Christ became that foundation for us to be alone today. And there's work to be done. I, I begin to think about, and, and I tell you, it crosses my mind, maybe the Lord's trying to get my attention about nursing homes. I don't know how but it lays it preys on me. I lays on my mind a lot of times about these folks that are there, how they don't have any family, how to come and see them. I know some of them do have family that comes. But there's many I know that don't have anybody uh, that comes. And I think about a lot of times if I'm sitting there uh, watching TV or just twiddling my thumbs, and I think, and I'm asking the Lord, what can I do to make a difference uh, in somebody's life? Uh, and I get a vision of this, and you don't have to go how uh, very far, but you can probably go right down here to Aniana, old Altoona, and you can find some folks uh, uh, that just don't have anybody. I can't imagine uh, uh, being left alone with nobody how to come and visit me. But I'm going to tell you, if you're asking the question today, what can I do? God's got a place for you over there. I'd like for us to get as excited, and I'm talking to myself, I'd like to get as excited about going out and doing God's work as that third stringer on the sidelines at a football game would be when he's begging the coach how to put him in today. I'd like to be that excited huh, about getting out and doing the work of God. Amen. Amen. I remember after being on the sidelines for a little while and watching the battle of life that was going on. And uh, I began to think about what am I doing for the advancement of the kingdom of God? Lord, what what can I do? I'm not very educated, God. There's a lot of things I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something today. He's got a job for you and I in his kingdom today. I promise you that. And let me tell you this. There's no way that you or I, either one, can be of any advancement in his kingdom 
till we come to know him in the free part of sin today. I believe you have to know him today in order to know who you're working for, in order to know what to do. You've got to know him. There's a lot of folks today that's trying to do good their way into glory. And I'm going to tell you something. Until you come to know the Lord and the free pardon of sin, I appreciate all the, all the people I noticed the other night uh, down there with Brother Bo, the nurses that came in and, and the different ones and how caring they were and compassionate that they were and able to do things that I wouldn't even be able to think about I do it, and, and I thought to myself, you know, I said, boy, God just has some people that are cut out for that. Uh, God gives them that ability and that talent uh, to get in there. But I'm going to tell you something today. He's got a job uh, for you and I to do today. And it won't be something we can't do, uh, but it'll be something we can do today. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Boy, I thought about that. I remember over there reading in the book of Isaiah. And the Bible teaches us that the Lord said, whom shall I, whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And you remember what Isaiah said. He said, uh, he said, here am I, send me today. And I, I thought about that. And I, I begin to think about, I'd like to be more like that uh, when the Lord wants somebody to go out and to do his work today. I'd like to be like Isaiah and volunteer myself today and say, Lord, have just sent me. I know there's work to be done, and I know uh, that there's something that I can do uh, that will make a difference today. Amen. 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 I never did know him, but there was a man they called Brother Brian around the downtown Birmingham area. And this was way back in the, way back uh, in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. And uh, evidently, all he did was went around Birmingham and he just preached the gospel and he was very compassionate to those that were in need. And, and uh, I never did get to know him. He died long before I was born. But I heard my mom uh, talking about him. And she was, said when she was growing up as a little girl, the difference he was making around Birmingham, just this one man, and the difference he was making in going out. He didn't seclude himself somewhere, but he was open to the community to go out and to be a help. And somewhere down in Birmingham, they made a little statue to him after uh, that he had died. But I thought about this today. He probably wasn't well thought of in a lot of places, probably wasn't known in a lot of places, but he made a difference in that city, in the magic city during that time. In, in bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ and having a care for those that were in need, those that had a need in their life. So when we ask the question, uh, what can I do? And a lot of times we'll ask this question with a, with a mindset that uh, I can't do anything in this. What help uh, can I be? But I'm going to tell you, God's got a job for you and I today, each and every one of us. He didn't save one soul that uh, he can't use them uh, and got a place for them uh, in the kingdom of God. Uh, if you're concerned today about the shortage uh, of workers uh, in the American workforce today, uh, there's a something else that we need to be far more concerned about today and should be at our preference and the top of our to-do list, and that would be finding out where our place is in the kingdom of God today. Amen. 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 Boy, I love him today, and I'm glad that he's given me in my, 
My place is just a little place, but I'm glad that he's given me a place uh, to be and a work to do. I fail and come short miserably so many times, but I'm glad that he put enough confidence in me and cared enough about me that he gave me a place. I'm glad, Brother Wayne, he's given you a place, amen, and a job to do. I appreciate the way that you praise the Lord in the singing and the way you glorify the Lord and try to put God first in the service and lift him up. He said, if I'll be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me and I want to do a better job of putting God up on the pedestal. Today, somebody says, don't put me up on the pedestal. I'm not worth that. Neither am I. But I'm serving one today who is Brother Little. And I'm glad of that today. Amen. Amen. What can I do? Amen. I'm sure uh, that Moses over there, uh, when God let him know what he had for him to do, and he said, I'm slow of speech and slow of tongue. And he was. I'm sure he had a, sp a speech impediment. Amen. Uh, but God let him know that he'd be his mouth uh, for him today. I'm going to tell you, you and I have not got a handicap uh, that's bad enough uh, to stop us today uh, from praising God and lifting him up. Uh, I've seen simple-minded people, uh, those they call mentally retarded uh, or, or slow or, or whatever they call them, uh, and I've seen them uh, use the talent that God gave them uh, and just somehow another bring tears to your eyes. Uh, when you see them praising God in their own special way today, I, I'm going to tell you, he's got a job uh, for you and I today. Uh, and it's hard for us uh, to do anything for God uh, when we're standing on the sidelines. Uh, a lot of us will say, church, uh, go after him today. Uh, get the job done. Uh, but I want to say, church, uh, I want to get in there with you uh, and help you get the job done. Uh, I want to find out uh, where you want me to be in the battle today. Amen. Amen. Heard a man on the radio yesterday. I was listening to a prayer request calling to show out Boaz. And he began to tell me, uh, one there at the radio station, he said, I love the Lord with all my heart and I want to do what I had had to do. But he began to explain why he had never united with the church, never become part of the church. And he said it like this. He said, the church has men's rules made up by men uh, that I just can't follow. But he said, I can follow the word of God. I'm going to tell you something today. The church is followed by the word of God. It is based on the word of God today. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, I've never found nothing today in the true church. I'm talking about born again, baptized believers today. I've never found nothing in the true church today that would go against what God, somebody said, preacher, how do you feel like you held captive being part of the church? No, I'll tell you what I feel like. I feel like I'm free as a bird today. Amen. I like being held accountable today to something. I've heard folks say, I just don't want to be held accountable. Amen. I tell you, I'm accountable to God every day, and I like to be held accountable to the church. Amen today. Brother Bubba, I'm proud of that today. I love the Lord. So what can I do? What can you do today? What would God have you to do? There's a lot of folks today that's been saved, 
And they just hadn't taken that next step. Amen? That next step that comes. The same spirit that lets you know that you was lost and undone without God. <coughs> Excuse me. Is the spirit, the same spirit that will come and it will show you the church. I'm talking about the blood-bought church today. Amen. And it'll show you that you have a place in the kingdom of God. That God has a place for you to get in there and to work. Amen. Have you ever been on a job and, and, and there's different things to do on that job, but you finally get to the part in that job where you feel good about what you're doing. Amen. Over at the farm, there's all kind of things that we have to do. And you, anybody that's farms knows that you have to be your own mechanic and chief cook and bottle washer and everything else. But, but there's certain things that I'm a little better at, Brother Chris, that I can do a little better than I can others. And we've got people on the farm that are a little bit better at these other things. And, and I, I always hope that I can do the thing that that I'm better at. I feel more productive to my boss. I feel more productive to the company when I'm doing something uh, that I feel like that I can do today. I promise you today, uh, we'll never master this thing, amen? I've always considered uh, preaching like uh, riding a bicycle. It didn't take me long uh, to learn after those training wheels come off to ride that thing, but I'm still learning how to try to preach God's word today. Uh, but I want to be where God wants me to be. If I'm there doing where he would have me to be, then I can be accomplishing something in the kingdom of God today. Amen. Brother Mitchell, I appreciate what you do back there. Amen. From the time that you, it wasn't very long ago, we had the opportunity to baptize Brother Mitchell. And, and boy, what a worker he's been in the Amen. church. I'm not trying to lift him up higher than anybody else. Y'all will agree with me today. What a worker that he's been. All this technical stuff that's so far above my understanding, he's able to handle that. Huh? Isn't it good that we can look out here at our sign when we pass by and we can see that somebody's on the ball keeping that sign uh, up today. And I'm going to tell you today, uh, I believe he's found his place where God uh, wants him to be. He may have asked the question, what can I do? And God said, I've got a job for you today. Amen. Amen. And he's got a job for you and I today. Right. Amen. Something for us to do. I'm fixing to hush here in just a minute. But he's got something for you and I to do today. Let me encourage you, don't stand on the sidelines. You may even be rooting us on from the sidelines, and that's well and good. But God's got a place for you in the work and in the kingdom today. I want you to ask the question to him, and I promise you, if you'll ask, what can I do? I may not can tell you, probably can't, but God can show you what he would have you to do. I've told y'all before, after my oldest sister got all of her kids raised and married off and families of their own, and the Lord showed her and my brother-in-law that they needed to take an adopted child. And that was, that was totally, um, totally different from what their plans were. They were ready to live the grandparents' life of having an empty nest and enjoying life. But there they took on a little girl and, and but she said, 
I ask God, what do you want me to do? Amen. He's got a job for each and every one of us today. Let me encourage you. Get in the church. Find where your place is. I, I tell you, I, I, I appreciate when we have work days over here or we're over here uh, practicing for a cantata or whatever we're doing. It's such a blessing to see everybody uh, come in. We joke around a little bit with one another, uh, but we have fun and we, uh, we come together trying to uh, advance and uplift the kingdom of God. What a joy that is to find our place and to do that that God will have us to do. Let me tell you today, God's got something for you to do today. He does. He does. So you think about that. If you've been saved and you've never united with the church, I'm not on a membership drive. But I'm, I'm preaching to you what God would have you to know. If you've been saved and you've never been baptized into the church, God wants you. He's leading you. If it's not this place, he's leading you somewhere. I want you to come. Offer yourself a candidate for baptism. Somebody said, preacher, I don't know if I can handle all that. Don't know that I'm worthy. Don't know that. I've never felt worthy to do what God would have me to do. But even in my unworthiness, he still gives us a place. A place to work. Amen. The Bible said that there was a woman that and, and she cast into the treasury there two mites. And no doubt there was probably many people that were, saw her cast those in and probably whispered to one another and said, two mites. She might as well not done anything. But the Bible teaches us she gave what she had. Gave it all. Amen. And God blessed her for that. Let me ask you a question today. Maybe you're asking. Maybe you're asking today. I know I did. What can I do? What can I do personally? And sometimes it's hard for us to ask that because we know that when we ask, that God is going to show us. He's going to show us. Maybe you haven't even asked. And God's already showing you what you need to do. There's a need. He's got a job. So I'm going to ask you today, why don't you step out? Right. If you're here, if you're here this morning, and you've never been saved today, that's where it all starts. That's where it starts. I don't know how, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. If you'll just step out and trust to the saving of your soul, I can vouch and say this, and I'm not one to, 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 to ever make a guarantee. I've, I've, been, I've been in business too long to learn how quickly you will get out in that. I will say this. If you'll step out and trust, he will do his part. Amen. He'll do never, never has he failed. If you're here today and you've been on the sidelines, you know you've been saved. But there's a work for you to do. I'm going to ask you this morning, why don't you come? If you're not sure exactly what it is, come up to the altar and pray and ask God. And let folks gang around you and pray with you. And I promise you, God will show you what he would have you to do today. Amen.
Come get us a song. Will everybody understand? I know you're tired today, but I want you to stand. And I want you to ask yourself, am I, am I really where God wants me to be? Maybe, maybe you're trying to work in the kingdom of God, but you just know, just like I know, that there are certain jobs that I'm not very good at and that, and that I'm slow at and I'm not productive at. And maybe you may be trying to work for the Lord, but maybe you're just in the wrong place today. Amen. Maybe he's showing you you need to do it here. Here. You need to be at this post of duty. Why don't you do This message is to somebody today. It is. More than one. And I want you to, I want you to take and meditate on that for just a minute. Go ahead. 598. 598. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Keeper there, 
some money and said, take care of him. I'll be back if he does. When I come back, if you spend more than I can, I'll be first. Well, that's love. That's compassion. Amen. That was somebody finding out what they could do in the kingdom of God. And I've, I found as I've gotten older, if I'll quit planning so many things and trying to organize me and just let God put those opportunities out there and not get so busy, Brother Neil, in my life that, that I look and say, well, God, I don't have time to do that or do this. But every time an opportunity knocks, every time there's somebody left stranded, beaten, left or dead, I would have the compassion that spares me. Say, God, this is what you would have for me to do today. Sing another verse. God's got something for you to do today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 